So the big question is, how do healthcare experts like you generate more income, impact more people, and create businesses that work around their lifestyle and serve their family? If you want the answer to that question, then you're in the right place at the right time. Whether you are a physical therapist, a dietitian, an occupational therapist, a chiropractor, MD, or other healthcare expert, this is for you. My name is Javier Carlin and welcome to Healthcare Business Radio. Join me and follow along as I learn, apply, and share the top business growth strategies that I'm currently using to grow my own business and to help you grow yours using only the best insights and advice from top industry leaders. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. This episode is a live recording of a training in our free Facebook group, Business Growth Secrets for Dietitians and Nutrition Coaches. If you are a registered dietitian, RD2B, or nutrition coach interested in learning more about how you can start and grow your nutrition business, then we'd like to invite you to join us in our Facebook group where you can receive additional resources and trainings to help you on your journey. Today, we're talking about how to build a super team within your business, who to hire, when to hire, and how to hire the right person at the right stage of your business so you can help more people. We'll discuss everything there is to know about our hiring journey. We'll give you insights into what we did, both the good and the bad, and what we would do differently. Thanks for joining us. All right, I think I am live. What is going on, everyone? We are going to cover how to build your super team so you can increase your impact, get your time back, and make 5K, 10K, 20K per month and plus. All right, I see some hellos coming in. Elena, good to see you, Elena. Uh, so, so good to see you. As you're jumping on, say hello. Don't be a stranger. I love to know who we're talking to. And so really today is, is one of those nights that's going to blow your mind. And it's going to be a lot because, you know, if you've been with us here for some time now, you know, we love to provide a ton of value. And if you're at a point where maybe you're an employee, maybe you're self-employed, maybe you're working two jobs, right? You're nine to five and your side hustle. Maybe you're a little bit further ahead and you're completely self-employed and working on your own, but you know that there's a next level and you know that maybe you're working a little bit too hard, right? In your current role, potentially you're working those two jobs. Like I mentioned, your nine to five, your side hustle, and you really want to go full force in your side hustle. You're at that place where you're not sure how to make that transition out and you really want more time for yourself because even though you love having that side hustle, it's starting to take a toll on you. Or perhaps you're at that level where you're self-employed, you're on your own, and you're looking to maybe scale back your time a little bit. So you work a little bit less, you still want to help more people. So you want to keep that impact, but you're not sure how to do that, right? As you're listening to this, I'd love for you to let me know, like, where do you feel like you fall on that scale? Where do you feel like you are? Okay. And we're going to cover a couple things here tonight to help you figure out where you're currently at, where you want to get to and lay out a step-by-step -step path to getting there. And so as we dive in, as we dive in tonight, for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is Javier Carlin. I'm a physical therapist, my wife, Marissa Case, uh, well, Marissa Carlin now, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm getting used to it, right? Marissa Carlin, uh, we're actually leaving on our honeymoon tomorrow. So super excited for that. Uh, we are 
the co-founders of Healthcare Business University and the creators of this awesome community, Business Growth Secrets. And we have a ton of new members. Just so you know, every single Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern time, okay, we go live here and talk to you about things like marketing, sales, how to escape nine to five, how to replace your income, how to generate 3K, 5K, 10K uh, every single month in your own business and beyond that. And so if that's you, if you're a dietitian and nutrition coach, and that's what you're looking to do, then you are in the right place at the right time. So I'm going to share my screen and we're going to get rocking and rolling. So what we're going to cover today is how to build your super team. Okay. And so what you'll find here, okay, building your super team. And some of you might be thinking, well, Javi, I'm just starting off. Like, does this really apply to me? Like I barely have a business or I have an idea for a business, but I haven't even taken that first step. Like, why should I listen to this? And you need to listen to this because if you really want to advance in your business, in your life and attain that freedom that you're looking for, this is going to be extremely crucial for you to understand today. And the reason is you have to have a vision for where you're going and know exactly what has to happen at every stage. So when it does come up, you know exactly what to do. Makes sense, right? And so for, for everyone watching right now, how many of you would love to get to the point in your life where you are financially free, meaning you have money coming in consistently and you feel confident in that, in your own business, and you're able to maybe take days, weeks, some of you even months, right, off without having to worry about money? How many of you would love to be in that place right now? How about time freedom? How many of you would love to, you know, escape for seven days, a couple weeks, and your business runs on autopilot without you, right? Where, yes, you can take off that time and no one's telling you not to go, but at the same time, you can do that while your business still is impacting hundreds, thousands, or millions of people, and you're still able to run and bring in revenue. Like how many of you would love to have that as well? Go ahead and put me in the chat if that's you, okay? And so these are the things that we're actively doing, right? To get to the top of the pyramid that I'm gonna break down for you right now and stay there, okay? And there's different levels to this. And so I wanna break that down for you right now. Is that cool? So here is the success pyramid, okay? So at the bottom of this pyramid, we have employees. Okay, this is where you have a job. Okay, you have a job. And typically, what people feel at this stage is you're probably frustrated at work. Okay, you're uncertain about how to start and grow your business. You've been wanting to do this maybe a few months, a few years, and it's been a long time since you've had this idea in your mind, yet you haven't taken that next step. And so, the key to success here, okay, is to gain the foundational knowledge. Okay, to understand the business concepts because you went to school to become a dietitian or nutrition coach or healthcare professional, right? But you never went to school for business. And so you need to gain that foundational knowledge and you have to set up your business the right way and you have to work on your mindset. Okay, because the everything that you know and understand as an employee, it's the complete opposite as a business owner. Okay. The things that many, many employees see as a cost or an expense, business owners, smart business owners see as an investment. Okay. For example, hiring people, investing money into people. Okay. That's a huge investment if you do it smart. 
Okay, and that's what we're gonna break down today. How many of you would like to learn how to do that smart in a smart way? Go ahead and put smart in the chat, okay? So the second level of this pyramid, and as an employee, here's what you'll find. Unfortunately, you don't have clinical freedom because you have to treat in the way that the hospital, the practice, whatever it is that you work for tells you to treat, right? So you don't have clinical freedom. You don't have financial freedom because you don't get to dictate how much you make and you don't have time freedom because you're not able to um, take off whenever you want and still get paid for it, right? Maybe a week out of the year, maybe two weeks, if at that, if they even allow you to, because, oh, wait a second, you know, your coworker is also requesting that time off. So you can't, how many of you have had to deal with that before? It sucks, doesn't it? Right. That's the employee level. So how many of you are at that level? Okay. The next level here is side hustle. Okay. Side hustles are awesome, right? They're a great place to get started, right? I got started with a side hustle. Totally fine. Okay. I was seeing like six or seven patients on the side as I was, well, I was, you know, growing my personal training business while I was in PT school. And then after that, I was seeing patients on the side as I was employed and I had a side hustle, right? It was making me like two to three K a month. It was great. Um, but with that said, what is a side hustle? And in the grand scheme of things, what is a side hustle? And do we want to stay there? The answer, probably not. And here's why, right? When you have a side hustle, what do you have? You have one nine to five and you have a side hustle, which is another job, okay? It's another job for yourself. It might be your passion project, but many times, many people start to feel overworked. They start to feel exhausted. And then they start to feel stuck and they feel like they're spinning their wheels because they're trying to manage two things at once. One thing they really love, one thing they, 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 that they hate, but because they're so tired and drained, right from their nine to five, they start to also kind of resent their side hustle because it's taking more energy and more time from them and their family, right? Not a good place to be. And so it's good to get to that point of having a side hustle, but is it good to stay there? Yes or no? No, it's not, right? And so here, the key to success to get to the second level, because at this point, guess what? You're still not clinically free. You're still not financially free, and you actually have less time. Okay, so we have to kind of go down a little bit before we go back up. And so at this level, here's the key. All right, we have to learn how to serve your audience. We have to learn how to market. We have to learn how to provide value in excess for free. We have to be able to do that and do it in a way that's systemized, that's strategic, right? Like using our strategic content formula, for example. And so at this stage, you also not just have to learn how to market, you also have to learn how to sell. So this is what we call the art of enrollment, right? An authentic way of getting people to move forward with you. And why do we have to learn this? You might be asking, well, here's the deal, right? In order for you to feel confident in your ability to go full-time in your own business, you have to understand that you are confident in marketing and you are confident in sales and the sales process, okay? If you're confident in those two things, when you have more time on your hands, if you can do those two things, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be able to quickly grow full-time in your own business, right? Now at level three, okay, is where we have self-employed, right? This is where a lot of, a lot of people end up at and stay stuck at, okay? So at the self-employed level, here you own a job, okay? You own a job. And so what that means is that you work for yourself, yes, which is awesome because guess what you have now? At that level, at level three, you have clinical freedom. You're able to treat people how you want to treat them. 
you're able to charge whatever you want to charge them. Okay. But you are not yet financially free or time free. Okay. And there's a reason why, because if you stop working as the only person in your business, what happens? You can't help anybody and you're not making any money. So this is where your time equals money. And that is also not a good place to be because if you want to take time off, guess what's not going to continue to run? That's right, your business. And so at this stage, right, there are growing pains of growing a business, right? There's a little bit of fear of maybe having inconsistent clients and not having enough time because there's so many things you have to take care of as a solo business owner. What's the most important? What do you prioritize? What do you focus on? What's a shiny object, right? And so here, you have to really focus. You have to grow your awareness and your impact so that you can get to that next level all the way at the top, okay? So how many of you are currently self-employed, meaning you own a job, okay? And there's nothing wrong with any of these, right? It's just very important for us to be aware of where we're at so that we can go ahead and take it to that next level, know what we have to do to get to that next level and continue to grow on this journey to the point where we get all the way to the top, okay? And what's at the top here? At the top of this pyramid here, okay, is business owner. So that's at the top, okay? As a business owner, you OAS, okay? What's OAS? You own a system, all right? And what that means is you own a system and you have systems in place, right, that run without you. And there's two systems, two things that you can leverage, okay? Write these down so you get these, okay? So system number one is tech, tech, automations, softwares, et cetera right? These are all things that you can implement into your business that allow you to save a lot of time, a lot of energy because you create it once and that runs forever and it doesn't need you. Okay. The second thing you can leverage is people, right? And that's where we get to the point of hiring and building a team. Okay. When you start to be able to figure that out and there's levels to it, right? You can start to take things off your plate, right? But at some point you have to manage all the people. And that still, right, you're in that business owner range, but but you still have to invest some of your time. And so then you have to hire people to manage the people, right? And so, and so there's levels to it. But ultimately, can you see how at the top of this pyramid, right, at the business owner level, here's what you need. Okay, I'm going to share my screen again. So what you need is to create systems and build a world-class team. And this is what tonight is all about. Okay, so at this point, a lot of people struggle and start to feel like they have no systems. Okay, and the symptoms are that they're not hiring, they lack leadership skills and hiring skills and management skills. Because guess what? We didn't learn any of that in school, right? It's a completely different ballgame, but guess what? Is it is it something that you could also learn? Absolutely. I'll tell you, if you can learn the Krebs cycle, you can learn how to communicate with people. Okay. You can learn how to manage a team. Is it something you're going to get right, you know, right off the bat on day two? It depends if you've had prior experience, depends on your personality, et cetera. Right. But for most people, it can take a little bit of time, but guess what? At that level, at the business owner level, level four, guess what you do have? You have financial freedom, you have time freedom, and of course you have clinical freedom. Okay. So what I want to break down for you, and we're, we're probably not going to be able to get through the whole thing tonight, 
Um, so we might make this a two-part series, okay? But what I wanna break down for you today is when to hire, how to hire, why hire, and who to hire, okay? So if you're at that point right now, or you foresee, you know, wanting to impact and help, you know, hundreds, thousands, if not millions of people, you're going to need to do this, okay? So play, pay close attention, all right? So the hiring order, okay? Uh, stick with me here. So if you have not done so yet, so this is something we take our clients through. Um, so I can't give you all the spreadsheets and documents that we have, but I can at least give you the big picture right now. So you know how to think about this. Is that cool? Awesome. So um, the delegate and elevate exercise is basically an exercise where you put down all the things that you do on a day-to-day -day bas uh, day -day basis, both business and personal. And then you start to sort based on how we teach, right, in four quadrants, which one of those quadrants you put it in. Is it stuff that you love and are great at? Is it stuff that you hate and suck at, right? And there's two other quadrants there. Depending on where you put those, um, it tells you who you should hire next, what you should delegate, and what you should keep, okay? And so here is here's why these exercises are so important. They help you identify where you're losing time and energy, and potentially some money as well. Wouldn't you like to know where you're losing time, energy, and some money? Of course, right? And so here are a couple of tips to remember. Whenever you're hiring, ideally, you want to hire slow and fire fast, okay? It's important to date before you get married, okay? You want to essentially set up your new hires for a 14-day trial or a 30-day trial, you know, 60 or 90-day trials, and then you can officially hire them. This saves you so much time, so much paperwork, and you can basically trial people out before you have to go through all of that to bring someone onto the team, okay? So that's a pro tip there, saving you lots of time, energy, and money, okay? Cool. So who should your first hire be? And for many of you that are like just starting off and you're like, Javi, I haven't even started my business yet. Like, I'm starting to put some of the pieces together. Here's why this is super important for you as well. You actually might be able to hire some people like tomorrow, okay? Some people that are gonna save you a ton of time. I'm gonna share with you in a moment who those people are, okay? You excited? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you so much time back. You excited? Okay, cool. So your first hire should be someone who frees up your time, okay? Someone who frees up your time. And so what you're going to want to do, right, is remember this, that we have a limited time in the day and we want to maximize our output because at the end of the day, we are the main drivers for our business. We are in the driver's seat and we have to be the one to make those decisions. And at least initially, like without us, right, the business doesn't grow. It doesn't move forward. Okay. So we really have to focus on what? We have to be the ones to focus on RPAs. What does RPA stand for? RPA stands for Revenue Producing Activities, okay? RPA stands for Revenue Producing Activities. Anything that is not directly a revenue producing activity, I would highly recommend that those are some of the first things that you outsource to a team member, okay? So, Let's say you have day-to-day -day tasks outside of the realm of your business. Okay, how many of you have day-to-day -day tasks like cooking meals, laundry, 
cleaning up your house, coordinating plants, picking up groceries. How many of you do things like that? Go ahead and put me in the chat if you do some of those things. Okay. Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that some of these things take up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours of your life every single week. And so many times the first people that we should hire are actually people to help us with that. For example, right? As soon as we move into this house, Marissa said, Javi, we have to get a lawnmower. We have a lot of grass. I said, no, we're not getting a lawnmower because if we get a lawnmower, that means I'm going to have to mow the grass. <laughs> and I said, no, no, thank you. Right. That'll take me like two hours when I can pay someone to do it in like 30 minutes, right? Pay them like 40 bucks for 30 minutes of their work. And during that time, that would have taken me two hours. I could be growing the business. And so it can get as simple as that. But can you see how that two hours you just bought yourself, you literally bought back time so that you can use that to grow your business or spend time with your family, whatever it is, okay? Can you see how, how important that is? So your first hire should be an assistant. Here are some possible tasks for your assistant, okay? Laundry, cook meals. Maybe you have a meal del delivery service. If that's taking you like three hours a day, <laughs> okay? Clean up your house, clean the dishes, cl clean the bathroom, dust, vacuum, right? We have um, a cleaning service that comes in once a month, right? To do a deep cleaning of our house. Like, we'll, you know, obviously fix it up here and there throughout the month. But that deep cleaning would take us like three hours, right? It takes a professional like an hour. And so we're happily going to pay her to do that for us, okay? Coordinate plans, pick up groceries, cut the grass, right? Anything that does not move the needle in vastly improving three core areas, okay? Four core areas. Health, so your fitness, number one. Faith, finances, or your family, okay? I would say those are the core areas in each and every one of our lives, right? Right. Some of you might be a little bit different, but for most people, it's it's your fitness, your health, right? Your faith, your family, and your family, okay? So you want to use a time audit, right? We have one specifically, but you can use a time audit to identify what these things are and whatever's taking you away from that, start to outsource it, okay? Now, you might be asking, well, Javi, where do I find an assistant in my local area? Like, where do I even find someone like that? Okay, here's what you do. Okay, number one, you want to use your network, okay? Anyone that is looking for a job and meets your criteria for a good assistant, okay? That's where you wanna start. And so um, another thing that you can do is you can also make a social media post on your personal profile about this job opening. I don't know about you, but in, in my town, so I'm, I'm in Clearwater, okay? They have like several big groups of like hundreds of thousands of people that live in this community that are always posting about, you know, different businesses, different jobs, uh, reviews about different companies, different places, right? So you can find people that way as well. Super easy. Okay. How much does someone cost might be your next question. So 10 hours, uh, sorry, $10 per hour is a good starting point. But just think about all the time that you'll get back, okay? This is a huge ROI, huge return on your investment higher, okay? Now, if you're nomadic, like, you know, maybe you don't have too many day-to-day -to -day tasks to maintain, um, you know, a living space, for example, 
or maybe your mom, you know, your girlfriend, your significant other takes care of it, then your first hire should be a, are you ready? An executive assistant. Okay. So you either have a local assistant to help you with your daily personal stuff. But if you have someone that helps you with that and you don't personally have to do it as much, then your next best hire is a executive assistant. Go ahead and put executive assistant in the chat just so I know that you got this. Okay. I already know this stuff. <laughs> so I want to make sure that you remember. And the best way to remember is to put this in the chat. Okay. So write it down right now. So you remember. Cool. Okay. So I have about two minutes left here. So I'm going to run through these real quick with you. Okay. I wasn't able to finish uh, going through this entire document. I may be open to giving you this document. If you want this document, just go ahead and uh, shoot me a message and I may give you some components of this. Okay. Cause we give this to our, our clients only. Okay. And so I'll do that for you. Um, all right. So I'm going to run through this real quick. All right. You guys ready? Taking notes. Perfect. So executive assistant. Okay. An executive assistant is your catch-all, right? They free up a lot of your time in your business. And an executive assistant can either be hired within the United States, or it could be a virtual assistant internationally, okay? It could be from the Philippines. It could be from, you know, South America, Central America, et cetera, okay? And really what you want to make sure is that whoever you hire, okay, just make sure that they are very punctual and are very good at communicating, Okay. You should be able to trust this person with your life, okay? And they should also be inspired by your vision, all right? So here are some possible tasks for your executive assistant. So number one, email inbox, managing your email inbox, okay? That is one thing that they can do for you, okay? Scheduling, maybe making sure your calendar is organized and in place. Invoicing clients, payment processing, preparing meeting notes, uh, managing and monitoring, monitor, monitoring your bank accounts. Okay. Um, coordinating client documents, reviewing your finances every single month, keeping your, uh, softwares organized, editing your podcasts, maintaining and monitoring blog comments, posting blogs, uploading podcasts, right. Creating marketing assets. There's, I mean, I have a long, long list. Okay. Of all the things that an executive assistant could possibly do for you, managing your community, Okay. Creating SOPs, standard operating procedures, all these things. Okay. And so as you know, there's more of them, but these are a few things to get your wheels turning a bit as to, oh my goodness, you're right, Javi. Like I'm wasting or spending so much time on things that aren't directly moving the business forward. Who can I bring on even just like three to five hours a week to help me with that? Like three to what would three to five hours per week do for you, right? Of getting your time back. What would that do for you over a week, over a month, over a year, right? Completely different life. So I got to run very quickly. Was this valuable? Was this helpful? Okay. And maybe I'll, I'll do part two of this training specifically. Okay. In the next few weeks, but tomorrow I'm leaving to Hawaii uh, on our honeymoon. So uh, we're going to have a very special guest here next Monday. Um, Katie Dodd, if anyone knows who Katie is, she's going to go live in this group for you. Uh, so tune in for that. But until then, I hope you have a great rest of your night and we'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening to the show. I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn how to build a successful business. 
So I have something special just for you. If you are a healthcare expert who is in business or is aspiring to be, and you're curious about how to grow a profitable, impactful business, then you are going to want to pay attention because as a listener of this show, I want you to win. So I've created a bundle of resources exclusively for the listeners of Healthcare Business Radio. If you are tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you are ready to implement what's already proven to work, rather than reinventing the wheel, you are going to want to head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $7,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching that is only available for listeners of this show. So if you want to know how to increase your income, impact more people, and build a business that works for the lifestyle that you want and that serves your family at the highest possible level, head over to healthcarebusinessradio.com forward slash insider right now so you can win big in your healthcare business and in life.